Today we're going to climb into the timeline of June 15th, the day Summer Wells went missing. Now that we have some new information, I'm going to piece together the day and the evening. Now on the YouTube channel called Unmasked, they had a guest on who shed some light more into that day that Summer went missing. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. The guest name was Allie, and she is the mother of the teenage boy who went swimming that day with Summer. So now let's first start with Candace and what she said about that day and the timeline. We were waiting on my mother's prescription from the drugstore at Walgreens on Fort Henry and Moreland Drive. And Warriors was straight across, so we just figured I'd take her over there to go swimming for a little bit while we waited on my mom's prescription. We weren't even there but 20 minutes. And so then Summer came back here with you later that afternoon, right? Yes. And so was there anybody else with you? No, not when we came home, no. Was there anybody else swimming with you? People, I think, had questions about Um. Wanted to go with because he didn't want to be around his grandmother because, as he would call it, she's a. I'm sorry, that's what he said. And I said, okay, well, I gotta go pick up mom from the hospital and then we gotta go do Walgreens and then I'll take you home. Well, we had to wait for mom's prescription at Walgreens, so we just went up to Warriors. There was all kinds of trash everywhere at Warriors when we showed up. And I let Summer out to play. And we just stood there for about 15, 20 minutes. And then we all got back in the truck and went and got Mom's prescription. And I took him home. And then we came home. About how many hours was that before she was reported missing? You know, I really can't tell you all the time details because time gets away from you when you're trying to enjoy yourself. Is there anything else you wanted to address about the TikTok or any rumors or things you've seen about that around that topic? I don't really have no more than that. So Candace said, I got to go pick up mom from the hospital. Then we got to do Walgreens and then I'll take you home, meaning H or the teenage boy. We're going to call him H from now on. Well, and she says, well, we had to wait for mom's prescription at Walgreens. So we just went to Warriors. There was all kinds of trash everywhere at Warriors when we showed up. And I let Summer out to play. And we just stood there for about 15 to 20 minutes. And then we all went back into the truck and got mom's prescription. And then I took him home. And then we came home. 
And Candace was also asked how many hours they were out and she says, you know, I really can't tell you all the time details because time gets away from you when you're trying to enjoy yourself. So now let's begin the morning of June 15th and get into the timeline. According to Allie in that interview, her teen, who as I said we'll call H, was picked up between 10 or 10.30 a.m. by Candace. And it's unclear if Candace picked up her mom at the hospital before or after she picked up H. But according to Allie, it's a five minute drive from their house to the hospital. So Candace and Summer leave their home at Ben Hill Road and they either pick up grandma first or they pick up H first. As I said, it's only a five minute drive from the hospital. So once we get further information, I'll clear that up in a future video. But for now, this is what we're working with. So in order to pick up H by 10.30 a.m., Candace would have to leave her house at 10.05 at the latest. It's a 25-minute drive. Now, if it was 10 a.m. that she arrived at H's house, then she'd have to leave by 9.35, the latest. So I'm going to use 10.30 a.m. for now until things get dialed in. So by 10.30 a.m., Candace and Summer pick up H at his house, and according to Allie, Candace asks him to go fishing. Allie described the type of relationship with Summer and her son as a brother-sister type relationship. And Allie said that Summer's brother stayed home that day and were supposed to be cleaning. And Allie also said that uh, H did not say whether he was picked up first and then the grandmother or vice versa. So Candace stated she then had to go to Walgreens to drop off the prescription. And then while waiting, they went to the swimming hole. She said that Walgreens is located at Fort Henry and Moreland. It's around a 15 minute drive away, which would put them either at 10.45 or 11 a.m., again, depending on which order they picked up grandma. It was said that grandma was getting her leg looked at at that morning, so my question is, and perhaps you may know, uh, just let me know in the comments below, when did grandma go to the medical center or hospital and how did she get there? Was it by Candace earlier that morning? Uh, I can assume that it is, but what is the actual deal? I'd love to know. So now they're at Walgreens at 11 o'clock and I found this part interesting because Allie was asked, what did they do for two hours before they went to the swimming hole? And Allie says, uh, she says that right now we can't really discuss that because that was part of the interrogation. That was her words. And interesting because in Candace's video that she said, uh, she said she had to go to Walgreens and then while waiting for the prescription, they went to the swimming hole. And Allie said she didn't want to discuss it. So the question I have is, did they go to another place other than the Walgreens or was it solely Walgreens? And if it was Walgreens and they were dropping off a prescription, then I wonder what they did for an hour but perhaps there is another location that we're not aware of. Next, they go from Walgreens to the swimming hole. There is a video of Summer swimming that day and the timestamp is said to be 12.21 p.m. So it's only a 10 minute drive from the Walgreens to that swimming hole. Now, based on that video, the swimming video, we know that at the latest they would have left Walgreens, since it's a 10 minute drive, would be at 12.10. Now note, they could have arrived a bit earlier. So at this point, they've been gone from the Wells house for a couple of hours. And something I did wonder is what did they do for lunch? Did they uh, go out for lunch? Did they bring stuff for lunch? Would they normally bring something? Or would they stop summer and grab something? Obviously that would alter the timeline. Now, while at the swimming hole, there's been some chitter chatter and rumors 
are going around about summer being underwater for a minute, give or take, and H helped her out. Now, according to Allie, she said, no, she was underwater for 10 to 20 seconds. She slid on a rock and went under, and he, meaning H, jumped in and grabbed her. Now, there was also talk about alcohol given by Candace to H that day. And Allie was asked about how many drinks he had, and Allie said, I heard one. She said that when he got home, and I quote, he was holding straight conversations, you know, walking a straight line. She says, all he told us was that he had a twisted tea from her, and she also had purchased him puff bars, which are nicotine vapes, that day as well. Now, here's the swimming pond area. Allie described it as a horse pond where people ride horses and fish. And Warrior State Park is huge. But the area that they went to swim, from my understanding, is just across the bridge, about 10 minutes away, as I said, from Walgreens. There's a parking lot in there right near the little area where they swam, and near the parking lot are horse stables. Now, Candace states in her interview that she was at the swimming pond for only 20 minutes and then picked up the prescription. So if we base it on that swimming video again at that 12.21 p.m. mark and added another 20 minutes to that, that would bring us to approximately 12.40 p.m. plus another few minutes to get into the vehicle and then a 10-minute drive to Walgreens. Now that would bring them somewhere around the 12.55 to 1 p.m. mark back at Walgreens. Then they have to grab the prescription. So next, according to Ali, they went to a grocery store called Priceless Foods. And it's about a 12-minute drive from Walgreens to the grocery store. We aren't sure how long, though, they were there in Walgreens, but it said that they did head to the grocery store. Now, H told Allie that he stayed in the truck with Summer. They were watching TikTok videos while Grandma and Candace went into the store. Allie said, Grandma went into the store with Candace, which I thought was kind of odd because she just got out of the emergency room with a sore leg. She says, what are you doing in the store? And then H said Summer fell asleep while they were watching the TikTok videos. Now between 2 and 2.30, it was said that H was dropped off at his house. And since I mentioned that the house is about a five minute drive from the hospital, I would estimate they would leave Priceless somewhere around between 1.50 and 2.20 to get to his house around that 2 o'clock or 2.30 mark. Now, when they dropped H off, Allie comes out and she said she wanted to say hi to Summer. She said the window was rolled up in the back seat while Summer was sleeping. And Allie said that she wanted to give her a hug. And she said, oh, she must be tired, must be a long day. And then Allie says it's weird because usually, she says, if she heard my voice, she'd wake up and she'd want out of the truck. But Candace told her no to the hug. She said, I want to go get the groceries home. And Allie states that Candace finally rolled down the window and then she said, well, we gotta go because we got milk in the, in the car. So they dropped H off and now they head back to their house. And according to Allie, it's about a 45 minute drive to their house. So as long as they don't stop anywhere, they would be home at around 3.15 p.m. Now, at 3.09 p.m., there's a video taken of Summer in the back seat, most of you have seen it, with her head resting on a jug of milk. And she's strapped into a seatbelt and she appears to be sleeping. Now, in that video that was recorded of Summer, the question is asked, is her arm still up? And you can hear no, and then you hear, oh, that's what I wanted to catch. Allie in the interview said she saw that video and she says that it's 
kind of creepy. The whole video is kind of creepy. And Allie now questions if Summer was sleeping. She questions also secondary drowning. And she says, you know, what if? And she said, was she really sleeping? Was she alive? I don't know the answer to that. So now if they left Allie's place at 2.30 p.m., as I said, they'd be home in and around that 3.15 p.m. mark. And this video would have been taken only six minutes before they arrived home. Now, as long as they didn't stop anywhere else, we don't know that. However, Candace did say she dropped H home and then went home. So now this is approximately three hours before the call goes into 911. And according to Candace, that afternoon they were planting flowers outside right before summer went missing and that call went in approximately at 6 30 p.m and it was said that she had been missing for about 10 minutes at that point now don also said that he was told they were planting flowers according to don he was still at work now the question that was posed to ali was would it be normal for them to be planting together Allie said, I felt that was kind of odd because when I talked to her that night, she went missing. She told me that they were on the side of the house planting flowers. Well, no one goes on that side of the house to play or plant flowers or do nothing because that's where Donnie kept his work stuff. Now, to my understanding, the flowers were planted near the area where Candace's mother stays in that trailer. And Candace said she walked Summer back to the house. And was she said she was gone for two minutes and then she went back to the house and Summer was nowhere to be seen. So now, as for which side of the house it was, we can see where the trailer is right here in the picture. And we see where approximately the, you know, the side of the house would be. So I'm not sure if Allie thought it was the other side of the house or if actually Don stored stuff on that same side. And since there is a three hour window from that 3.15 time that we're guessing they arrived home until that 6.30 p.m. mark when it was called in, I do wonder what that afternoon was like. What did that look like for Summer? Did she finish up her nap? You know, what does she do? Because we know it doesn't take three hours to plant the flowers from what we've seen that was planted. So I'm curious what else transpired that afternoon. And I do wonder what time their dinner is usually, or if there is a usual time. Was it, you know, they had dinner and then they went outside and then summer went missing? Or was it that they don't eat till later? I'm curious, it's just a detail that would be great to know. Now by 6.30 p.m. the 911 call goes in by dawn. In a previous photo, I had seen a picture of a dog, but then in this interview with Allie, she talked about several dogs. In fact, she talked about 20. She says they have about 20 dogs on their property. They don't spay their dogs or neuter them. I've been around 12 of the 20 because those dogs just had puppies. Those dogs would bark. Anytime someone came up that driveway, they'd bark, even if they knew you. If they knew you, once you got up to the top, you were fine, meaning the driveway. If they didn't know you, they were trying to eat you up before you got even on that property. And Allie goes on to say that last summer, she would go every other day to feed those dogs while the family was away and she would trade off with a neighbor. She said, as soon as my mother would pull in the bottom of that driveway and go up that hill, those dogs would come running down, showing their teeth, and all those dogs are very protective. She said those dogs also protected the kids. So I find it really curious about these dogs. I mean, how many 
actually are there? Are there 20? And I do know that the land that Dawn has is over 11 acres, I believe it was. It's a tiny house. It's only under 800 square feet, but it is a, a big property. And if they are known to bark, then one would think they barked that day, perhaps that, you know, summer went missing. So this is just a, a really important detail, but I'm curious as to what the actual number is. Now, another interesting thing that I did mention before, but it's about the dispatcher who said that the mother went for a walk. It says the parents have called in, advised that the mother had went for a walk, came home, and now they can't find her. They've been yelling for her. She has been gone for about 10 minutes now. Now, we don't have access to the 911 call, but we do know that from what Candace said and what Dawn said, they were planting flowers and Summer asked to go inside. She went inside, saw her brother, said, hey, I'm going to go downstairs, play with my toys. And then Candace claims that it's been only two minutes. She came in to check on her, called for her, and she didn't answer, went downstairs, and then the, the door was unlocked. And then in another statement, I heard Dawn say that he said the dogs went to the end of the trail or end of the road and then no scent of summer. So I'm curious about that as well. Now, if you have more information on the timeline uh, with sources, can you please email me at itsacrimeandashame at gmail.com? I'd really appreciate it. The TBI is pleading for people to come forward with any information and they actually said, don't underestimate one little thread of information. It might not be significant to the individual, but could help the TBI break this case. Let's have a chit chat below about the timeline. I know people have been saying there's conflicting stories. I'd love to get it dialed in and uh, you know get a little tighter on that timeline. I'm curious about those empty hours in the morning and also in the afternoon. In the morning when they were at Walgreens, if they were just dropping off a prescription, what they did there, or did they go to another place? And also then in the afternoon, uh, after they got home, what was Summer's uh, timing like? Was she playing outside, which I know they said she loves to play outside? Did she go in and out of the house? Was she, was she playing with her brothers? I mean, just these details would be interesting to know. And uh, also, you know, dinner time. Is it later? Is it just, you know, there's no really ever set time? They just eat when they eat? I, I just, I'm curious as to uh, that as well. So let's have a chit chat below. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.